Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio? I got to tell this story. It's a good story. Um, <laughs> so funny. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10000 recommended dollars. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So, um, I, I've been f- uh, friends with Lil Wayne for, I'm going to say at least 12, 13 years. Like, I, first time ever, I was walking into ESPN Studios, and he was on first take, and I was doing something else, and he, like, stopped me, and was like, hey, man, I'm a fan. I was like, really? <laughs> I'm a fan of yours, and we talked, and Shane's number's been friends ever since. So, um, I was supposed to take my son to a tournament in Oklahoma to play basketball this weekend. But it was also, I when I agreed to it, I didn't know it was Mother's Day. He had some schoolwork stuff. The tournament became a one-day tournament. 
And, you know, you want to have him with his mom for Mother's Day. So, anyway, we bagged it. So, Saturday, I had texted Wayne, like, hey, man, can I get some tickets to come to your show? And I was going to take my son because I take, as you, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I take my daughters to concerts all the time, especially uh, my daughter, Grace, who's a little, she's a little rocker. So, uh, we went to Muse a couple weeks ago and then... Um, Smashing Pumpkins was that last week or the week before at the iHeart Theater, which was amazing in Burbank. Like a thousand people. You're like, I mean, right there, up close. It was incredible. So he's always like, Dad, I want to go to he's a rapper hip hop show. And he's told me, you know, uh, Playboy Cardi's his favorite. And I'm like, I'm not going in the mosh pit for you, bud. Just not doing that one. Love you. But we won't. Anyway, so Wayne was at the Wiltern. And I've only heard good things about the Wiltern. So I sent him a text. He's like, no problem. How many you need? So my son wasn't feeling good on Saturday night. He's still a little bit under the weather. Like he's a kid who never sleeps and he slept till about 1030 and then was kind of laying around playing video games. Tell me he wasn't feeling good. And we were going to go get some lunch at like 1215. I go back there to get him from his room and he's asleep and he slept till like 430. So like that's not normal for my guy. He was not feeling good. So cross him off. I had a couple other friends like, yeah, maybe I go. Maybe Anyway, end of the day, I had just asked him for two tickets, but I wanted to go. You know, I wasn't doing anything. I wanted to go. I want to see my guy perform. Uh, Jay Stu, have you been to the Wiltern? Yeah, I love it. Best uh, best act you've seen at the Wiltern? I saw Erasure there uh, in the mid-90s, and they were exceptional. Okay, so in the mid-90s, was it the same when there's no, I don't know about up top, but down low, there's no seat. There's no chairs at all. I think that's right, but there, yeah, there are seats up top. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So I was in, I was down low in the, like it's a GA, and there's the, and the VIP is real close or whatever, which, and I just tell my son about this. He's like, that's cool. You don't sit down at a concert anywhere. I was like, that's true. Here's the problem. So, and I, and I don't know what you guys do when you go to a concert. Do you show up for the opening acts? What do you um, do? Depends on who it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a big thing for me is you want to know when the main act goes on. Because they all, it's like UFC when you buy like a UFC thing. It's like, oh, or I got an argument. Like, it's like a boxing match. Like, it doesn't start when the start time says. That's when the preliminaries, it goes on TV. So, Wayne had told me he was going on 9.15 to 9.30. So, I like bust my hump to get there. Okay. And I have an electric car and I needed to charge it. But I was like, man, if I charge it, it'll take too long. I could run late to the show. I, my, my favorite part of shows usually is how dudes come out. Because right? that's when it's usually the most hype. And then, of course, you got to make the decision. Do I stay for the end of the show and through the encore? And I wanted to be there early and get out early and get to bed and have a great night's sleep. That was just my goal. So uh, I roll in at like 8.50, park, walk over, get the tickets, and I'm standing there, I think 9.05 or 9.10, I start standing there. He didn't go on till like 10.15, 10.30. And he was supposed to go, you know, like, I think the show is supposed to start at 9.00. Anyway, watch the show. It was great. And then I bounced. I had no idea that they that he he walked off like after 
I don't know how many songs. I think it was right after the song because every song he had a different color background. Like one was green. He came out to yellow. Then it was green. Then it was blue. Then it was red. And the red was when he like grabbed the mic. He's like, yo, we work too hard. Not Now, part of the reason there wasn't the energy from the crowd was dudes were standing there for an hour and a half waiting for you, bro. Like I was tired. I actually tripped and fell because, and it might've been, I had one drink and I was like, how much I'm going to buy a drink for $17, but they put a lot of liquor in that drink and I was really tired. And I went, I actually went down for a second, woke up and like, I'm fine. But I was, it was because I was so tired. I was standing there getting sleepy waiting because I'm an old man now. And it was like 10 30 and I had had a drink. So I, ba- I bounced at like probably 11, 15, got my car, went and charged it, ate at Denny's, drove home. All good. I love how the audio sometimes doesn't carry to to fans. And so while he's, I saw this on TikTok, he's like, you guys haven't brought the energy. And there's some people are like, yeah, thinking that they, they were saying that they brought the energy and then he just leaves. (laughs) Like if this was, I felt like if this was New York or somewhere else, like it would have just been this chorus of booze or what the heck. But it kind of seemed like the crowd didn't even know what was going on at the time. And then he just left. Yeah, that that, weird. that had to be weird. I, but like literally, I had no idea. I it, this is like this is like if you go to sleep and it's like the end of the third quarter, and like that game's over. You know, it's like my kids with the Super Bowl when the Patriots came back and won. Like they woke up the next day thinking the Falcons were Super Bowl champions. Like, no, nah, that's not what happened. I was going to say, is this the cars in the parking lot at uh, Game One of the '88 World Series? Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. I've done that once. It was a UCLA USC game where Cade, Mc, Cade McDown led a an incredible comeback. We left at the end of the third quarter. Done that once. Um. The Warriors are no more this season. What now for the Warriors? And we can get into a bunch of other stuff, but, but I, I, I kind of think we're all bearing the lead. Clay Thompson, what do you pay him? Do you, he still, he's still under contract. You don't have to pay him another cent, and he just plays, and then you figure it out. Jordan Poole, yeah, you probably want to trade him. You know, you got to figure out how to get better pieces around. You have to evolve as a team. All these things are interesting. But the number one thing is, like, what do you do with Draymond Green? This is the question. What do you do? And you have to at least factor in the fact that he single-handedly torpedoed this season. Let me repeat that. Draymond Green single-handedly torpedoed this season. And I will fully admit that they don't win a championship, any of the championships, without Draymond. They were better this year with him on the court than they were without him on the court. I mean, a good. It was not discussed on TV. They they completely whiffed on TV. Completely whiffed. He got into foul trouble, right? Remember, Dennis Schroeder got his second second technical foul. And you know what? I feel no sympathy for Dennis Schroeder getting the second technical foul. He is the worst flopper in the league. Hey, it's embarrassing what he does. And so him being ejected for not doing anything wrong, you know what? That's payback for all those other flops you got away with and you got calls. So don't care about Dennis Schroeder. What I do care about is the fact that it wasn't even mentioned. Draymond Green's off the court. They couldn't play without him. 
They couldn't guard Anthony Davis at all. The offense was totally stagnant because you had guys that couldn't. You had a, you know, you have a Kevon Looney's just a just a statue in there that all he can do is rebound and dunk. But Draymond Green destroyed this season before it ever started. Before it ever started. There is no possible way that you can, and it's like the old, you can't tell the story of the NBA without, you can't tell the story of this season without pointing out that Draymond Green cold cocked Jordan Poole in the face when he wasn't expecting it. And it set, set us on this really weird path. I don't know if Jordan Poole would have played better had he not been punched in the face by his own teammate, but I'm guessing it wouldn't have been worse. Correct? It, it, it made us look at Draymond differently, the relationship differently, the team differently, and the whole vibe of the Warriors was just off. It was just off. You created an impossible situation. And I understand, I, I fully understand what is now coming out and what appears to be at least part of his logic behind why he acted that way. Dude was feeling himself, right? He scored a bunch of points when they, they played games that didn't matter. And then he created this role where he could just come in and score and play a little bit of defense and get a big contract. Right? He's a young guy, he's feeling himself, he's running his mouth, and I'm going to lay down the law. Fine. Okay? But the way in which he did it, the fact that it was on camera, the fact that it was leaked, and you can point out like, well, it shouldn't have been leaked video. You know what? He shouldn't have punched his teammate in the face. So what has to happen? I don't know how you keep him. Draymond Green, not Jordan Poole. Like, Draymond's like, hey, we could still, like, what do you mean we? Dude, you just single-handedly destroyed our chances at a back-to-back season. There has to be some sort of punishment for that. And I don't think any of us would argue that despite the fact he was a tremendous asset, he's not what he used to be. Then you combine the fact that he went from being America's... uh, you know, like night, like a WWE character, to then being best buds with everybody in the Lakers. The whole thing was weird. So, where do we go from here? Here's here's Steve Kerr. To the near side wall, the clock runs out. Knights win. That's not Steve Kerr. But it was a good. To whisper. be fair, this team. Probably, you know, ultimately maxed out. That's probably where where we should be. Uh, this is not a championship team. You know, that's that if we were, we'd be moving on. And, and look, there's there, there's some similarities here between the '80s Celtics and what happened to them in the '90s. Remember, the '80s Celtics, they went out they they, they drafted Len Bias. He was supposed to be the next wave. Of course, tragically, he died after using cocaine like two days after the draft, right? And then, if you remember, the Celtics got Reggie Lewis, who was like an underrated star. He died as well from a heart issue. Again, this is several years later. But if, again, in your mind, you had the injuries to Larry Bird. 
had that not happened or had Len Bias lived anywhere lived up anywhere near to the billing and then you add in Reggie Lewis like the Celtics keep on continuing on the Ma- Magic Johnson Lakers right that team had aged but they had replenished their roster they had a burgeoning star in Vlade Divac and this is before they acquired Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal they got to the NBA finals without Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Mike Dunleavy was the coach but then shortly thereafter Magic Johnson contracted HIV and he had to retire. There actually is a precedence for making bad decisions or having something tragic happen your way that ends a run. And and by my estimation, you have all of it with the Golden State Warriors. The Wiseman pick was supposed to be like, how can you stop Anthony Davis? Well, they drafted a guy to be a versatile 2020 and beyond big guy. Versatile, athletic, could shoot a little bit, can block shots, could guard ball screens. He just hasn't been good enough and he had an injury and it set him back and they traded him. And then it's obvious they don't think Jonathan Kaminga is any good either. Otherwise, they would have given him a shot. So they pick some guys that haven't lived up to their billing, that haven't been able to supplement their older guys. Their older guys have gone through injuries, Steph, multiple injuries. Obviously, we know about Clay's injuries. And then you have one of your stars literally take out one of your young stars and kill his confidence and create a rift within the team. That's an impossible situation. Because there's only two ways you can go. You're either Team Draymond or you're Team Jordan Poole. There's no like Switzerland, hey, my name's Bennett and I ain't in it. No, dude. What'd you think? Is that are you cool with that or not cool with that? Hey. Steph Curry couldn't guard anybody. He was absolutely worn down, didn't make shots. Clay Thompson's probably more to blame because, dude, he gave you nothing in Game 6 when he's supposed to be Game 6 Clay. Even he knows it, and he's a shell of the player he used to be because of all those injuries. That happens. Jordan Poole, not nearly what he was last year. The young guys didn't pull up the slack, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Steve Kerr probably could have coached better. But the whole thing was a mess because Draymond Green, Cole Cock, Jordan Poole in the preseason. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And if you single-handedly torpedo your team season, how do I bring you back and re-sign you? This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection one place. Bundle and save progressive.com. Yeah, damn. Did you hear what Jordan Poole said after they lost in game six? Uh, he said a couple things, but tell yeah, me. Yeah, here's the audio. At the wall. Oh, wait, sorry. Gone. Sorry, that's not <laughs> it. It's a grand slam. No, that's not it. Um, Anthony Voltatum. No, here, right oh, corner no, against That's NBA. not it. That's, I experimented with marijuana. That's not it. Nope, that's... <laughs> um, let me... Wait. No, uh, no never mind. Oh, here it is. Oh, never, no, I don't have it. Sorry. My Coming up on the Alley Show. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Summer approaches. Boost your game with Chalk, the reigning champion of natural men's health. Max out your testosterone, energy, and focus at Chalk's male vitality stack. Visit choq.com today. Use the code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. Salma Wilcox is around the corner, but first, uh, we'll talk some NFL. But first, let's uh, talk some pucks, shall we? Let's talk some pucks, shall we? Now, it's time for Two Lies. One cup. Two lies, one cup. 
Man, Doug. Did you wow. know there was some hockey played over the weekend? Oh, yes. Okay. There was. I know. Because you know what? You know what hockey always says? Nothing like overtime hockey. Nothing, nothing like overtime. Nothing like, nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs. Nothing like Stanley Cup playoffs. Nothing like it. Actually, there's lots of other sporting events like it. Very similar to it. Anyway, uh, two lies, one cup. We have three hockey stories, only one of which is true. John Ramos, he's got his lie detector test, and we'll figure out who's telling the truth. We got Pierre, Jason, Dan. Jason, why don't you lead us off? John, it starts with this one. Um, even with the luck of Lover Boy's Mike Reno singing O Canada. Mm. Prior to last night's Game 6, okay. the Oilers couldn't say, stave off elimination as the Oilers fell to the Golden Knights 3 to nothing in Edmonton. Uh, that is not true, John. Uh, that, 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 is, that is not true. Okay, here's what is true. Okay, without Drake in attendance, he was not there. The Maple Leaf magical run to the Stanley Cup Finals lasted five games in the second round. As they lost to Florida, three, uh, un, deux, trois, trois, uh, three to two in overtime. As Toronto has made the conference finals, has not made the conference finals since 2002. Well, okay, John, yeah. you tell us which is, which is true, which is not true. Well, it's almost paradise. So Mike Reno does not play for uh, the Golden Knights, and that's not true. Well, he's, he doesn't play for them, but did he sing the national anthem? Oh, that's Canada? right. He did. Yes. But I don't think the score was 3 nothing. Mm. So I would say that's fake. I would say that Bobby Ewing and the rest of the Dallas cast is incorrect. So I'm going to, again, Pierre uh, will take it. That is correct. Okay. Actually, John, yeah. <laughs> Bobby Ewing and Ray Krebs were characters in Dallas. Yes. yes. Uh, Mike Reno didn't sing... Uh, Oh, he did Okay. He did not. But the score was also incorrect. You were right about that. Okay. So it was not a 3 nothing game last night. Did you like my almost paradise Yes, thing? that was very good. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Do you the think O'Kan is a better it. song than the Star Spangled Banner? Oh, jeez. Real question. <laughs> no, it is not. No. I'm, I'm at, uh, Dan? Um... No, I'm a fan of our anthem. <laughs> I do, too. I like our anthem. I do, too. I like Anthony. So be- because uh, hard song to sing. Because- Francis Scotty totally one hit. Totally. That joke. Remember when they used to before. play it all the time in the early 1800s? Like, oh, here we go again with the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> it was like the Macarena before the Macarena. That's really what it was. How about Francis Scott off key? Too hard to sing. Let's get to Dan Byer with friends. <laughs> I wish there'd be a country named Sherry, so Oh Sherry could be their <laughs> national anthem. And Steve Perry would just live a life of luxury uh, the rest of the way. Uh, we got Dave Baseball, Mets and Nationals, tied up at one apiece in the second. Uh, other baseball news, the A's moving another step closer to moving to Las Vegas. They've agreed on a deal with Bally's to, acquire, uh, to build a new stadium on the side of the Tropicana on the Las Vegas Strip. The uh, funding for the project just needs to be approved uh, by the government, and Major League Baseball's owners just have to give the okay, and then the Oakland A's can move it 
to Las Vegas. The Athletics says the Bucks and other teams interested in speaking with Monty Williams about their head coaching vacancy. We were just talking, Puck, and there will be a Game 7 tonight between the Kraken and Stars. 8 o'clock Eastern time in Dallas. Winner gets Vegas in the West Final. Oak Hill is the site of this week's PGA Championship. No John Daly this week. The 1991 champion has withdrawn. Will they have John Daly's to drink? <laughs> I, pro- sure. But I don't even know what the John Daly drink is. It's a Arnold Palmer with vodka in it. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's uh, iced tea, lemonade, vodka. Right. My lack of drinking. Well, it's okay. I mean, yeah. I, 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 people ask all the time. It's Arnold Palmer with... with uh, I think oh, also, boy. sorry, environment. No, no, but I hear O'Sherry in the background. Oh, there's O'Sherry. <laughs> Uh, I was like, do I have a new music bed? You uh, do now. Shoulda been gone! <laughs> As summer approaches, boost your game with Chalk, the reigning champion natural men's health. Max out your testosterone, energy, focus, ch- Chalk's male vitality stack. Visit choq.com. Use the code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. Samuel Wilcox has been covering the NFL for a long time. He was a great player before that. He's kind enough to spend some time with us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um... I'll go back to your playing days. Obviously, it was different than now in terms of it being a kind of a three-ring circus. But does the schedule, when it's released, actually matter? Well, I could, I could. It does matter, not for players as much. We tend to look at if you're a player, you tend to look at first few games of the season. You want to know when that bye week is coming up. Um, the the primetime games don't do matter. You and I both know players have enough pride that when their friends and family members are watching, it does mean something. Uh, but that's it. You know, I do think the international games, you know, kind of weigh on a player. You, you kind of want to go over to London and play, and you probably have your family backing up, and they're going to meet you over there. So those, there are some nuanced things that I think players individually do pay attention to. Hmm. Um, okay, what about the playing overseas? I mean, um like, is it as big of a disadvantage to a team in terms of going over there, coming back, and what it does to your legs and throwing off your system, as some would lead you to believe? No, I do think there are some wear and tear. You and I both know, Doug, you've traveled. No one can say that travel doesn't matter, right? (laughs) All you have to do is look at us, those of us who are million milers, right, with Delta. (laughs) You know, we're... We're a little bit more beat up, but no, it it weighs because you know at altitude you can be you become dehydrated. Dehydration is one of the worst things you want as an athlete. So there are some, you know, all the medical science has pointed to this as being something that really is critical. But now there are things you could do to help with that. Uh, I do think um, playing in in Europe and playing it, we're seeing this league plant seeds that I think are going to yield good fruit in terms of the overall growth of this league. And players who understand the business of our league and of our players' association, what it means granularly, I think players pay attention to that, and they know that economically it ultimately benefits them and the league down the road. Sam Wilcox, our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Okay, let's look at some of the other things that have changed in this league recently. So Lamar Jackson's remaining with the Ravens, but they changed their offense, right? Todd Munkin's going to come in. He's been in the NFL previously. He helped lead Georgia to back-to-back national championships. So there's some design run in it, but it's more of a pro-style offense. And they've given him OBJ. He's still got Dobbins. He's still got Andrews. He's got weapons to throw to. What do the Ravens look like this year? 
You know, I, I liken it. It is a pro-style offense, but remember, pros have adopted college offenses, particularly the RPO, the play action, the quarterback design runs, and you can throw off of those. But just like what Georgia ran, right, um, and Stetson Bennett, what they ran. Now you're going to throw it to receivers instead of just tight ends. And I think that's where it changes. I think that's the nuance of what the Ravens are looking for. They know that they have to expand the field. They know they've got to be able to win games in the shootout. You're playing against Joe Burrow. You're playing against Sean Watson just within your own division. And then Patrick Mahomes in your, in your conference as well as Josh Allen. So they, I think they want to expand that passing game, but still leverage their ability to run it the way that Georgia has, um, you know, with Todd Monken. So that's what I see being the difference. And I think to your point, it remains to be seen if they can put that much of a burden on the passing game, particularly uh, Lamar Jackson, to throw the ball down the field and still be efficient and effective. It's going to be interesting to see because it's not like he doesn't have the talent to throw to, and we'll see if they can uh, find a, you know, working within a new offense is going to be really, really, really interesting. Um, Okay, I got to ask you about the Giants. They re-signed their quarterback. Um, They've started to give him some more weapons. But, you know, last year the NFC East played an easy schedule, right? Not through any fault of their own. And they had three teams you know, get into the playoffs be- because of it. What do the Giants look like this year? Look, I, I believe in Brian Dable. I really do. And, you know, Giants going to start the season home game against Dallas, on the road at Arizona, and then at San Francisco. And then they get Seattle at home. So it gets pretty seriously for them quick, minus the Arizona game. But that, you know, you got a couple of three playoff teams that you're playing in those first four games, Dallas, San Francisco, and Seattle. And then they go on the road at Miami and then Buffalo. So you're talking right there. That's uh, five playoff teams that, that you're facing. No, it gets real. We're going to find out, um, obviously, about Daniel Jones. Can he continue to improve as a player? We're going to find out. To me, I think it's going to be about the offensive line. It's going to be about the defense. Because the old line will unlock their ability to run it with Saquon Barkley. I still think you get quarterback-designed runs with Daniel Jones because he's really good at it. Now we've got to figure out, do they have enough in, in terms of the wide receiver and tight ends to be able to effectively force defenses to defend the entire field? Last year, they didn't have a lot of firepower. Uh, the defense played well. The running game played well. Uh, now they've got a Jalen. This kid, Jalen Hyatt, though, a third-round draft pick, he might be as good as any of their starters who played last year. So, He's going to have to grow and grow quickly. They're going to need him to produce right away. Um, Salma Wilcox, our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. There's been some talk about moving Micah Parsons to permanent D-end. Hey, man, just go get the quarterback. We don't need to put you out in coverage. Um, Parsons kind of dispelled that. What are your thoughts on how they use him moving forward? Yeah, I like what Dan Quinn said. Hey, come to the coaches when you ask uh, what players' roles are going to be in the defense. One, if you think about it, uh, you know, Doug, remember at the end of the careers, great defensive players like Michael Strahan, Ray Lewis, they got smaller as their as their careers got older. They, they wanted to be lighter. They wanted to be lean and fast and quick. This league is about speed. And when I last checked, you know, um, 
Michael Parsons talking about gaining weight, an extra maybe 10 pounds, so he can be a, more of a, a permanent pass rusher. Now, here is the key to that. To me, it's not, that's not who he is. I think he's a jack-of-all-trades. He can be good at a couple of things because he is that great of a player. And I think that's what Dan Quinn wants to do is using multiple areas and have more versatility to his skill set. You lock him down as an edge rusher, I think offenses can find them. They can scheme against them. And uh, more importantly, um, that's really about him being able to leverage his deal come contract time. If you're an edge rusher in this league and you get 10 or more sacks, you get to break the bank. If you're an off-the-ball linebacker, you don't get to break the bank. So I think I think he's going where the money is more than anything else. And you can hardly blame him. What's the likelihood of success for the Jets? I like it. Uh, I, I like it because I like the defense. I love the young players. Listen, when you have the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year, you've drafted very well. You got Quentin Williams about to get a, uh, signed a new deal because of his abilities on the interior defense. The defense is better than what most people think. Had they scored points on offense last year, they would have been even better. And now you got a quarterback that just showed up. So I think if, um, if Brees Hall is effective, they can run the ball. They can run the ball. I'm telling you right now, Aaron Rodgers is going to do his part, and this Jets team is going to be better than what any of us could have imagined. Now, how far can they go? Look, we've seen teams over the last few years come out of nowhere, right, and, and make a go at it. Cincinnati two years ago. I think last year, if you looked at the Giants, nobody saw them doing what they were able to accomplish uh, last year. Detroit, they kind of they started off struggling, but by the end, they were they were very good. So we're seeing teams kind of turn the fortunes around very quickly. I think the Jets can be one of those teams. It just so happens they're in the AFC, so they're going to have to be the real deep. Solomon, you're the best, man. I really appreciate you joining us. Look forward to any conversation we can have with you. Thanks for jo- joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Anytime, Doug. All the best to you. Take care. Solomon Wilcox, awesome guy, hell of a player, and an NFL analyst for feels like my entire lifetime, right? A good player with the Bengals, too. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tatum, right corner against Embiid. Tatum for a 50-piece. Oh. You know what? He showed it. History demanded another man become a legend. And today, Jason Tatum, whose teammate saved his season in Game 6, delivering him to a Game 7, now has delivered the Celtics to the Eastern Conference Finals. The final score in Game 7, Boston 112, Philadelphia 88. That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things easier. They help you bundle your home car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That call on WBZ, the Sports Hub Celtics Radio Network. Happy now, Dan Byer? Take off your hat when O'Sherry's played. Yeah. Stand at attention. It's a good song. All right. This is, th- this is the problem with sports journalism. Okay, And I don't profess to be a journalist, but I know how things are supposed to work. Okay? So there's a guy named Carl Rasmussen. Do we know who Carl Rasmussen is? Okay, Carl Rasmussen writes for Sports Illustrated Online, SI.com. Nobody buys magazines anymore, so everything's digital, everything's online. Okay, they've gone through different ownerships, different changes, whatever. I have no bone to pick with Carl Rasmussen. I hate this crap substantially because what it does is it validates people who do not deserve to be validated. Here's why. Okay, Carl Ravitch, who you see him Sunday Night Baseball, he calls games, he also does studio. During, during last night's Sunday Night Baseball broadcast, 
he was interviewing uh, Tristan Casas, who plays for the Red Sox, right? He's the Boston's first baseman. And it was, have you seen these in-game interviews? It's pretty yeah. cool, right? And it also shows that baseball, you can do an in-game interview and still completely do your job. It's very weird. Anyway, he asked him, hey, we had Alex Cora on. I know your mom passed away. What does Mother's Day mean to you and your brother? Ravish asked. So Carl Rasmussen, instead of having some balls and saying, hey, I don't think that was appropriate or saying, I thought that was the perfect question. Instead, he does the this is he does the aggregate thing. Only they aggregate people on Twitter who nobody should actually care about it. Socks South. Okay, um, Tristan Casas, Boston's been treating me good. Saw a tree today. Love the vibe here. ESPN booth. Sounds great. Walk us through your mother's premature death. Like you're, they're quoting all of these different people on Twitter. Why? Why? This is the problem with the device when you don't have the blue checks or you validate people who don't. And like, I don't care what Socks South or Jake Wallinger or Johnny Guntana I don't care what they say. If you think his question was out of line and you're covering the media, then say, I thought it was a bad question. I thought Tristan handled it well. I'll tell you what I think. I thought it was the perfect question. Why wouldn't you ask? Because if you're sitting at home and you don't know the story, you go, why didn't he ask him about Mother's Day? Obviously, it's an emotional moment and it's hard. It's an in-game interview, but you got a guy whose mom tragically died. It's Mother's Day. There's all this... I, I think it's a question you ask. We're You're allowed to think it's a bad question. Right? You're, I'm, that, I'm, that's not, the point is that instead of having some guts and saying it was a bad question, we bring in random commentators as if they matter. And they don't. But we're making them seem that they do so that they do. Does that make sense? Let's get to a game. It's- the Press. John's having a day. What? <laughs> Having a day. Well, I was I was just reading socks drawers 2011 as you were uh, talking, so that's why. <laughs> but if a lot of people took offense to it, um, wouldn't they be then in agreement with Carl Rasmussen or of of being it's a bad question? If there's yeah, like, you could you could you could say, but you don't, I don't think you post people's tweets there. You can say some people on Twitter had a problem. Here's what I think. Sure. He took he took zero side and just simply presented that some randoms on Twitter. And by the way, everybody on Twitter is offended about something. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I don't I don't think it's a good question. I don't I don't I don't think it's the time and the place. I think everybody is different in talking about their losses and their grieving. And I, I, so I totally understand yeah. that perspective. It's a hard one, and I would have asked it. But I understand the, your thought process. I do. But in a game, like that's that's the other part not about it, though. In a game, yeah. Talk about a game. Like not you're practice. in a game, and all of a sudden, I there's there is a. I feel that there are sideline uh, reporters who will try to get the game winning player or coach or manager to tear up in the interview by bringing up a loved one who's passed. Fair. And I don't. Like in a game when you're trying to focus and there could be a line drive coming at you to have your mind stray, um, it's distracting enough to have the in-game interview as cool as it is, you know, um, to bring up that sort of thing. I just, 
I don't think that's the spot for it's it. It's an absolutely fair commentary. Yeah. What I don't care is what random on Twitter says. I care what Dan Byers says. Go ahead, Dan. What do you got? Sports Illustrated unveiling their cover models for the 2023 edition. Now, they have different regions. They, they have four different ones. Megan Fox is on the cover of one. Yes, please. Uh, Kim Petras is she on model? the cover of another. Yes, I okay. think so. Brooks Nader. And are you ready for this? Yeah. Martha Stewart. Stop it. 81-year-old Martha Stewart, one of the four models to grace the various covers of the 2023 SI swimsuit issue. And you know what? She looks very nice. She looks very nice. (laughs) Appropriate. I think think they're age-appropriate. I don't know what age-appropriate swimsuits are for 81-year-olds. What are we doing with an 81-year-old on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Like, look, it's it's a lot like the beer thing. Okay, let us be guys for just a little bit. Let us just let us dumb it down. Let us let our knuckles drag on the floor for a minute. Sorry, Martha Stewart. Really? Are you're kidding, right? Martha Stewart's not really on the. No, hundred percent. She is on there. This is not a joke. 100%. And there's various, not only on the cover, but there's also a uh, photo spread of of Martha Stewart. Is it 100%. What's that? Is she in the kitchen? Is she she making something? Is she whittling something out of wood? Um, no, I think that they're just regular she in prison models. prison guard. Maybe there's like a she prison was in the guard. Pool. She was in the pool on one of them. She was in the in the uh, swimming pool. So Martha Stewart on the on the cover, uh, Matt Ryan not retiring, but he is going to do TV work. Joining CBS Sports as a Whoa, studio man. and game Why analyst. Why won't he just retire? What is against him just going like, "Hey, I'm retiring, going to TV work"? Uh, exactly. He'll only return if Jeff Saturday finds a head coaching job. <laughs> <laughs> they they asked the odds of him playing again. He said uh, twenty eight to three. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Dan Byers Sorry, on Matt a roll Ryan. today. That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the All right, press. check out the In the Bonus podcast. We talk a lot about uh, Ja Morant and uh, some of the other stuff that happened this weekend. Uh, Ramos had a day today, and boy, Dan Byers was on a roll. Uh, t- tip your weight staff. It's Doug Gottlieb Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.